This week's episode is brought to you by Hotline, an advice podcast by David Day and Babyface Billy. We've got a new show out, and it's literally us just trying to give our callers good advice. Listeners of Hotline get treated to different takes on what good advice is and get to listen to a bit of other folks' dirty laundry. So search for the words Hotline and Advice Podcast in your podcast platform and give us a shot. I promise you won't be disappointed. Hello and welcome to Horror Movie Talk. An opinionated and accidentally funny horror movie review show. Go, 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 go. also review older horror movies, both good and horrible. Wow, that didn't sound good. Hello and welcome to Horror Movie Talk. Your panel of expert hosts each week are Dr. Bruce Hansen, who holds a PhD in spookology. Hey everyone. And me, Professor David Day, the foremost expert in scare meow meows. Uh, new theatrical releases, yada yada. Today, we will be reviewing a new movie out in theaters called Spiral. This one stars Chris Rock, and you've probably heard of it. This is the next chapter in the Saw franchise. Um, a cool thing you may not know about this podcast that you're listening to right now is we have the very best community of any podcast you've ever listened to, period. Uh, Guinness Books uh, certified it. It's fresh. Um uh, we do have a website. You can check us out over there at horrormovietalk.com. Uh, from there, you'll find links to all of our social media, including uh, perhaps most importantly, our Twitch channel, uh, or I'm sorry, twitch.tv slash horrormovietalk. Uh, we do post new episodes every single Wednesday, so make sure to subscribe to us and leave a review. We, uh, we have a voicemail number, two voicemail numbers, uh, and they are... 682-253-4468. That's just our normal one. But if you'd like to leave a, uh, if you'd like to exchange some of your bodily fluids, we have a bodily fluids exchange hotline voicemail call uh, at 252-228-4628. Very, uh, not a lot of news on the Spotify deal. Still coming along, still in the wings. Mm -hmm. Not sure. Still working out terms. Still working out terms. Still figuring out what's going on with Spotify and how much they're going to give us, if anything. It'd be nice if they gave us lots of money. Do you have like water parks envisioned? Do you have like theme show, theme theme parks, and that kind of thing? And like you know, like all the money we're going to get. Oh, like buying a water park? Yeah, you know, like turning your house into like a water slide park or something. Um, no. Boy, I do. Uh, I've sacrificed most living things in my house to uh, for good luck. So, uh, and you can see that on my on our Instagram. Um, as I mentioned, we watched Spiral in theaters, and if you aren't familiar, this is the latest chapter in the book of Saw movies. I didn't even know there was a book of Saw. There's a book of Saw movies. Was there a book? Uh, it's a in, book. Any other movies of Saw movies? Okay. And this is exactly what you think it might be after having learned that it's a saw movie so with that let's get into the trailer 
Detective Banks, do you know where your officers are? Jigsaw? Wait, I thought the Jigsaw killer was dead. He is. Not days. How can I catch this guy? If there's nobody on the bus, I can bus! You can't do this alone. Whoever did this has another motive. Something personal. When was the last time you saw your father? Jigsaw copycat. It's gonna go sideways fast. All available units, officer down. That was just a diversion to get us out of the precinct. I need everyone on this case. He could be anywhere. He could be anyone. We're gonna tear this city apart. Hello, Detective Banks. When was the last time you saw your father? Chilling. Chilling. Absolutely titillating. Uh, Spiral is a Saw movie from the perspective of the detectives on the case of the Jigsaw Killer. Chris Rock plays our classic burnout detective, Zeke Banks, who is constantly looking over his shoulder in the police force for having turned in a a crooked cop over a decade ago. Max Minghella Minghella plays William Schenk, the rookie dick that gets paired with Zeke to tackle the case of what appears to be a copycat, Jigsaw Killer. Because at this point in the timeline, the original Jigsaw, John Kramer, is dead. The police force seems to have a problem with, the, with accountability at best and backstabbing murder at worst, and Zeke doesn't like it. Zeke's dad, Marcus, played by Samuel L. Jackson, is the, is the now-retired police captain who used to manage this department. This new jigsaw killer seems to be trying to clean up the force by making ultimatums of crooked cops and detectives, forcing them into twisted games and making them choose between their body parts and their life. In the end, everyone gets more pig than they bargained for. (laughs) So my review of Spiral goes a little something like this. I'm not a big fan of the Saw franchise, but I don't hate it either. I just... It just doesn't hold a place in my heart. While Spiral tries to give us a new take on the perspective from which a normal Saw movie is shot, it delivers a very on-brand Saw movie nonetheless. 
You know, I thought, I mean, honestly, I haven't seen many Saw movies. I think I've seen the first. But it felt like the first half of this movie, I'm not sure if Saw fans would be fans of. It felt pretty slow. Yeah. There was not a lot of, like, jigsaw traps until, like, well into it. And then it ramps up at the end, like, a lot. That's a good point. But I think, to be honest with you, even I... don't mean to berate or or belittle anyone but i think even saw fans could appreciate that little <laughs> change of change of pace i've seen uh two or maybe three of these i don't know um they all kind of meld into each other yeah. in the way that kind of uh slashers do this is more gore porn than slasher kind of yeah um uh, there are four or five creative gore porn situations that our characters find themselves in and an edgy take on what it means to be the good guy or the bad guy in real life. Uh, the casting in Spiral is pretty impressive for a Saw movie uh, with uh, Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson stealing the show as basically just themselves. Uh, but I don't feel like they were utilized as well as they could have been. Rock had some great moments in the movie, but they were few and far between. I wish we could have seen more clever takes from one of the most quick witted and interesting comedians of our time, but I, that didn't end up happening. You know, they just, they just didn't give them much to, to riff about. Yeah. Chris Rock riff. If you take a look at like, um, dogma, you know, you get to see Chris Rock. I, I assume just riffing and it's, pretty brilliant i mean not to mention his his comedic chops are just yeah i mean there was a couple moments with the um his rookie partner at the beginning which was very there was definitely some bits in there that could be part of a stand-up yeah routine that i that i laughed up um i just wanted but more yeah, this is more of a serious role for chris rock so i think the last major thing he's been on was fargo where he played like a serious role he in was, the show yeah yeah and, um, so yeah, this is more of a serious role. It's not, it's not even supposed to be comedic. No. Um, but yeah, he's great. Got great timing. He's serviceable in it. Like uh, after thinking about it for a while, it's not the absolute best actor. It was more of like, well, it's, I'm pleasantly surprised that Chris Rock was that good. Yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely. It, the, the thing that will always shine through with Rock for me when I see him on the big screen is he it's almost like he just breaks the fourth wall by being him, you know? It's almost like he looks at the camera and you're like, "Oh, oh yeah, yeah. What? That's right. This is Rock." And uh and and yeah, there's a few moments of that in this. And I I'm not going to I'm I'm not going to pick him apart over it. I like Rock. I just wish they'd have played to a few of his strengths a little bit more. Um, that's all, all I'm trying to say. Um, the story in Spiral was solid and not overly convoluted. Um, I do feel like the places where I'm not happy with this movie as I could have been uh, are kind of the director's fault. Um, Darren Lynn Bozeman, who directed Saw 2, 3, and 4, uh, chose some shots and deliveries on the editing room floor that I am certain could have been better. How did you feel about the direction in this? I mean, it felt pretty anachronistic. Like, it's it's obvious that he's the director of the, you know, every other Saw movie, basically, back uh. in, in the beginning. Because it felt like real plucked out of the late 90s, early 2000s yes. style of, like, 
kind of the MTV jump cuts and like the, you know, that some of that stuff really bothered me. Like it would cut from Chris Rock, like um, finding something out to having a cut to him screaming and the camera shaking for effect. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like, okay, I get it. And then just the, the overall torture porn aspect of it, it was literally just like, Here's some torture porn. Here's some torture porn. Yeah. I know you guys like this stuff, so here's um, ripped off some different stuff this time. Check this out. A new new and exciting way to remove body parts. (laughs) (laughs) And then also just the fact that it was kind of a low-rent seven. Expand on that. I mean, it was... As you said a lot in, like, four words. It's just the fact that it's focusing on the detectives Mm. it's focusing on a serial killer that's got these torture aspects to it it felt very very yeah similar to seven like almost intentionally yeah and And the fact that it's like very clearly a horror movie like definitely a horror movie that and in that and it in seven are very similar it got there and not not as much as you know i mean seven never really got there but um (laughs) but it was very reminiscent of seven to the point where you're like, you're watching and like, I'd just rather watch Seven <laughs> than this movie. And really, the only thing missing would be Morgan Freeman, you know. Yeah. Unfortunately, he wasn't in this movie. Uh, no. Uh, the only other thing that you would that you or anybody else would have probably recognized this director from is one of, he directed one of the shorts in Repo, the Genetic Opera. Mm. Uh, which mm. I, which was a big a big musical I think which we all love. Uh, yeah, um, he also did Tales of Halloween, which I've never heard of before, but somebody probably freak out about that. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so overall, Spiral is a pretty good installment in the franchise. Like I said, I haven't gone through the whole thing. It is all on HBO Max right now, so if you have that, you can just go just, just fucking mainline that shit right now. Um, uh, it's just I'm just not the target audience for this movie, but I would say that if you hear Saw and get excited, uh, this might be your favorite movie of the year. Um, I'm giving this a score of don't listen, mm. listen. Okay, I don't hate the movie, don't hate it, don't love it. It's a six. I'm saying it's a little better than average. I didn't uh, it didn't blow me away, but. I was decently entertained. I wasn't checking my phone for the time or anything like that. Although there was a family emergency that happened in the middle of this movie um, where my children basically exploded in a fine mist of vomit. And uh, so I did have to attend to my phone a little bit during the movie, but I didn't want to. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to say this is a little bit better than the average. I'm going to say this is a six. How much of an emergency was it actually... Compared to how much of an emergency was it made into? Well, okay. So there's a lot going on here, right? There's her sending the texts. Uh There's me interpreting the texts. Uh And then there's some discrepancy in between these two. Right. You know? And so when I approached, when I got home, she was not freaking out. Uh And so, fine. Great. This is then, then I, I interpreted the text obviously to be as, as dire as things could possibly be, and I was irritated. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't the situation. She was chill. She was like, man, it was just fucking rough. 
I was like, hey, man, I fucking get it. I walked into that room. It stank like vomit. Um, she dealt with it all, and uh, she's just keeping me up to date. So, so tell, tell, tell the listeners what happened. Just what in, did happen? In, briefly. Do you recall? I can't recall the exact events. Well, your bird oh, got loose. Oh, yes. And started attacking your family. Yeah, my bird, Banjo, uh, is not a big bird. It's just a six-inch tall conure, and, uh, and she... Um, so like occasionally we'll get a bee in her bonnet when I leave the house and she'll um, corral my family into a room and keep them there with her teeny tiny little beak. Uh, and it freaked my daughters out. I mean, so this guy was a real jerk. <laughs> it freaked my daughters out so bad that the youngest one started throwing up. <laughs> yeah. And so bedtime was made into a trudge instead of a, a, a sleepy slumberland. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what's your score for song? Um, yeah, this didn't do much for me. Like, I think I even wrote that down. Like, this doesn't do much for me. Yeah, it's just... Because it's kind of, like I said, a low-rent seven uh, feels pretty outdated. Like, just the the torture porn aspect of it. It's, uh, do people really, really want this still? I'm looking at you, Instagram. Yeah, do people... I'm looking right... I'm looking right into you, shooting a, I'm shooting a reel for Instagram. Gonna do do, gonna do, do you sizzle. think they still want this? I'm doing the sizzle. Oh, he's sizzling. Um, and the ending was awful. Like, the more I think about it, how dumb the ending was... I still don't understand what happened. It's... Like... We'll, we'll get into the... We'll talk about that first in the spoilers. Because that's the part that just pulled me out of it. Um completely ruined my suspension of disbelief but anyway so this is all to say i it's it's fine i i didn't care for it i didn't hate it so what do you give it it was a five. Oh, five. okay yeah not far off i'd i would totally agree with that you know whoa 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 that was instagram freaking out over here so um so there you got a brand new toy there what Mm -hmm. is what is this podcast toy you've uh achieved so this doesn't actually make it that much better but i got a stream deck for my birthday and uh can use it as a soundboard among other things point that but, thing at me so i can see all of its little light up buttons oh right now and you can replace the icons with anything you want but it can just play back sounds off a computer so i don't have to have my full laptop on the desk i can just have this that's pretty cool kids turn off the tv i have some bad news about lenny <laughs> no Oh, no, not Lenny. David! Um, so, there you go. There's our, there's our score for Spiral. Uh, if, you're a, if you're a Saw fan, though, uh, go and wet your pants over this. I'm sure you're going to wet them deeply. And, uh, I'll tell you what. I, what did we give Saw? We, I think we gave Saw a real good score. Probably like a seven. Yeah. I feel like I felt Saw to about a seven. And Saw was, a, I mean, it was pretty good for what it was. Yeah. And that twist. I don't think we got as much blowback from Saw fans as we got from Halloween fans. No, Nothing Saw compares. fans. The Saw fans are not. Uh, they know. They know their lane. You know. They're like, yeah. I, I, pfft, how they don't honestly. They just don't want to be put on a list. <laughs> there you go. So, uh, so with that, you guys, if you'd like to help out the show, you can help us out by supporting our sponsors and. One of my favorite sponsors is nightchannels.com. 
com. You head over to nightchannels.com. You surf, surf around when you're looking for a, sh- a shirt or a sweatshirt or a hoodie or something like that. And uh, you'll just find a ton of horror themed and um, like music themed, like all kinds of alternative music themed uh, shirts and hoodies that you've you've never seen any of these designs before. And you won't be able to leave the site without buying something. But I have good news for you. When you get that feeling, when you find that shirt, that's your perfect love interest of a shirt. You're like, oh, I love this shirt. You just you, you head into checkout with confidence. You, you got a big strong dick in your hand of confidence, wow. and that that big strong dick of confidence is code HMT. You throw that into the uh, into the using little, code HMT is like a thick ropey load of, th- of savings. A thick ropey load of savings <laughs> for you to use at nightchannels.com. That gets you thirteen percent off of your of your nightchannels.com. Oh order and uh you won't be displeased once your shirt gets to you you'll put it on and you'll just cream all over again so you know they say sex sells so really hoping this ad read really proves that speaking of sex selling manscaped.com sent us their brand new product the lawn mower 4.0 i just got it yesterday holy moly have you been able to use this thing well i got it yesterday but i didn't get it i didn't go out to the mailbox till today so no (laughs) i have not this is all on brand this This is all bryce (laughs) (laughs) well i've gussied up my junk with this thing and it is even better than the 3.0 tell me about it what's what's the new and improved features on the the thing that i like most about it is it comes with a deeper thicker guard Hmm. so you have two different kinds of guards now and I'm not going to lie to you, I shaved my beard with a deep, thick guard. So hmm. I'm able to now, now I'm able to keep my beard trim and my uh, my Merkin trimmed hmm. with with all just one device. And the coolest part about this one is the charger is a wireless charger. So you just set it in there. It doesn't need that. There's no like connection. What? I know. It's crazy. So check out, check them out because, um, oh, and then they also send us the Weed Whacker, which is a, uh, a hair trimmer for your, your nose and ears. And uh, it'll get those, it'll chop those thick, girthy hairs out of your ears and out of your nose. And it'll keep, you know. Honestly, you could use it on your butthole too. You, no one's going to stop you. No one's stopping you. No one's asking questions. And it's not going to nick, tug, or pull on any of those hairs. It just cuts them. Right off. Mm-hmm. Zips them. Right at the base. It's like the arborist of nose hair trimmers. It just zip. And you Whenever know, you use Manscaped, you're not going to hear yourself say, There was an accident! It, no. No you're accidents. Not, you're not going to be like that guy from Sleepaway Camp. Um, and if you use code HMT at checkout at manscaped.com, you get 20% off and free shipping for, for your whole order. So head on over there. This, you cannot beat the lawnmower 4.0 it is a spectacular product and of course i love all their scents i love the uh the crop preserver and the crop reviver and i i always get myself a little bit of their soap it's a little pump soap mm. and then you can use it on your hair and you can use it on your balls and mm. your dick and balls mm. If you guys would like to support the show in a more direct way, you can do so by heading over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash horror movie talk. There's so much good content on there. 
you're going to feel like we're just giving it away when you're when you're giving us $5 a month, $15 a month, $666 a month. You're going to be like, what is all this value? And I'm going to scream at you through Patreon and be like, I love you so much. Like that. I'm going to say, oh, I love you. And, uh, and then you're going to get a, a, a thank you stickers and, and all that crap from Patreon. Uh, so head over there. Also, you know what? We, we don't plug our Amazon thing. So I'm going to remove our shop plug and we're going to plug Amazon right now yeah. and say, you know, if you head to our website, horrormovietalk.com, click through the link at the top of the banner that says buy stuff on Amazon. You can uh, you can support us just when you buy normal crap on Amazon. Anytime you after you click that link, you do your surfing on Amazon, buy your stuff on Amazon, and then then you're good to go. And a little bit of your purchase will go to us, and that that does add up. So we sure do appreciate your support. You should check out our resident artist. Dustin Goebel, he's a professional artist who fucks so hard. He just texted me a half an hour ago, right before we started recording, and said he was day drinking and enjoying his <laughs> his Sunday. So, kudos to Dustin. No one deserves it more. That man is a an angel among men, and uh, you can contact him at dgobel 0 That's at D-G-O-E-B-E-L-0-0 on Instagram. Make your artistic dreams come true lots of commissions for artwork through dustin again if you'd like to get through to us for the show you can do so uh by calling 682-253-4468 i forgot to mention at the end of this show we're going to be doing taglines and we're also going to be doing horror movie talk whores so without further ado i was going to ask you oh yeah hold on we can cut this out I know I, I took off mine, like the bodily fluids exchange. Was there a plan on using that in some way? Yeah, they got to build up because they're all short. Okay. And um, yeah, I'm definitely, like, they got good stuff. What's the plan with it? Just to play all these horrible things. One girl, I think, queefs. <laughs> <laughs> How many do we have? We got to just do it. Oh, we'll do it eventually. I mean- uh, it's got to be a build up. We'll do it in a couple weeks. Okay. We'll have enough. Okay. Just really quickly, I wanted to give a shout out to our new patrons. Thank you so much to Tyler L, Shabby M, Rachel L, and Garrett M. Thank you guys for joining us on Patreon. I hope you guys really enjoy it. Thanks again, and let's get into spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> just random drops today. We're just going mm-hmm. for as random as we can get. Is that what I think it is? Have we got corn? <laughs> Give me some uh, some thick, goopy mush. Do you got any goopy I don't mush have it there? loaded up. Oh, man. I do have... Did you think I'm retarded? I have that one, too. I have it right here. Um, oh, wait, no, mine is... Uh, you smell that? <laughs> Retard stank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, some of these don't get enough mileage. I love it. Yeah. Um, so, 
Let's see here. Movie starts out. We're following a police officer through a carnival. Okay, well, let's skip ahead because I want to talk about this ending. Just like go straight into the spoiler. Okay, fair enough. So the ending. So, you know, the whole like setup of saws. They get put in a trap and then there's some kind of dilemma where they have to sacrifice something to save their life. Right. right? And mm-hmm. that happens, you know, four or five times. In yeah. Each saw movie. Yeah. And then. You'd expect the finale, like Sophie's Choice, to be the most dramatic. Uh-huh. Like, this is really where you have to, you know, really call into question whether you can do this or not. And the final dilemma was, you have one bullet. You can either shoot me, the killer, or save your father. Right. Well, let me think about that. This is a real nail biter. Which one yeah. should I do? Oh boy! And like Chris Rock is like has in some kind of like qualms about it. Of like, oh, but wait, uh, which should, which should I do? And because he's he's got to shoot a target. Yeah, no, I get it. With the bullet to to save his dad. That took me out so hard. Like it it ruined. I was going to give it like a six or seven, and that definitely took it down. Yeah, to a it was five. a real blue balls of an ending. Uh, it, it, the other thing about the ending that bothered me much more than that was: so, how did the killer guarantee his a hundred percent escape? Yeah, he just got in an elevator, and, and then was like, "Bye, bye, police force, bye." Chris Rock couldn't just say, "There he is." It's there's an industrial a elevator that's very, very slow. Run down to the first floor. I was no, so the, the obvious, I was like, "Wait, so how is he getting away?" And it's just like, "Don't ask questions." He got away. He went down an elevator. What are you going to do? How are you going to chase him? It's one of those slow moving elevators. I mean, I'm not. I'm not like the cinema sins guy that is just looking for reasons to right. complain about, you know, uh, plot holes and stuff. Uh, uh, there's stuff that I, I only call out the stuff that really bothers me. Not like, well, if he's Superman, why does he use a heat vision to blah, 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 blah. Like, okay. Well, that's, it's not what it's, it's not the dramatic point of that scene, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but in this, this is the whole purpose of Saw movies, mm-hmm. is to have these dilemmas. And it's a very, probably the most easily solvable, like, question you could ever have. Even, okay, I thought like, okay, why couldn't he just shoot the guy in the head and then throw a shoe at the target? <laughs> that's a good Why did it have to be a bullet? Because, well, I'll, t- you know, that that's an easy explanation. Uh, you know, he's rigged it up to only be able to accept the specific force uh-huh. that a Glock 19 puts out upon, you know, he's got to be moving at 712 sure. miles an hour per second. Yeah. You know, real, real precision instruments of what the saw, what the saw contraptions are. <laughs> They're German engineered rusty meat hooks. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm not going to lie. A lot of the, the saw traps in this one just they weren't um, compelling in an interesting way. They were just like... Yeah, the traps themselves were like, okay, whatever. The It was more... It was literally focusing on the torture aspect of it. It was yeah, just the gore part of it. And in that aspect, sure, it was... It delivered. Like, there were some real nasty moments. Yeah, where but there were no... 
I mean, I don't know. Like the the glass recycling machine. Yeah. What the fuck it, does that machine machine? What business does that machine have doing in existence? What is that machine? <laughs> It's, okay, so hang it's on. It's the glass shard jet engine. <laughs> <laughs> so this, so let me set this up for you. Uh, so this also feels like another like trap that could have been easily solved. Oh, um, well, let let me set this up, and then you tell us how it could have been easily solved. Okay. Um. So a detective has has been captured by the new jigsaw and um and strung up by the arms in a in a recycling plant question mark mm-hmm. and there is a machine uh that has an exhaust two exhaust ports um and th- th- it has one th- of those like in- industrial shredders where it's like the wheels of metal that just crunch anything yes and on this conveyor belt that feeds into this industrial shredder is thousands of glass bottles and as they fall in they get turned into glass shards and shot out at light speed at this man who's hanging from the ceiling what business does this machine have doing in real life what room needs to accept glass shrapnel moving 100 miles an hour well i think that's easily answered where it's just it's one of the contraptions of the serial killer he set it up just specifically for that purpose it's like there's not like a machine expressly for the purpose of ripping out someone's tongue either, but you know, he made it. That's true. Um, just seemed like a massive, <laughs> massive machine to just be like, feels like it'd be pretty easy to stop that though. Cause you could just, I don't know, shove off the glass bottles from the conveyor belt <laughs> before it gets to <laughs> the part <laughs> where mm. it breaks them up. Wow. We're really ripping this movie apart. Um, again, I'm not, David might disagree, but I'm not the guy that like looks for plot holes or looks for flaws in the logic. I mean, they this could is just have, very obvious, though. They could have easily just put a cage in between him and the you yeah. Know, they caged off the room, and I'm sure it was caged in. Sure, but they, didn't, they didn't mention it. But the question still remains: What is the machine doing here? It's a. This is a co- big, complicated, complex thing. Yeah, it seems like he just has unlimited resources. Unlimited resources. To create industrial solutions for torturing people. Um, so the movie starts out at a carnival uh, with a detective who witnesses a crime being committed in the carnival. He chases after the criminal. The criminal goes down in the sewers and leads him to where he gets knocked out, which is in the... Um, in the metro or the subway. Mm-hmm. And then he wakes up and he is in a saw trap. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in this saw trap, it is explained to him that his testimony has put away many, many innocent people. Um, and therefore he will, he has been put in this scenario where he is to lose his tongue for a to, to atone for his crimes against humanity or he does. And right. so, the, the, you know, you, you get your choice. This is always the choice. You get to lose the thing that you did. You pulled the trigger. So we're taking your fingers. You testified against the people. So we're taking your tongue or you die. But, you know, the other thing about this movie that I find a little bit that niggles me just a little bit is it doesn't seem 
with this, the exception of this particular one, it doesn't seem possible for any of them to escape. Right. Well, <laughs> there is no even, atonement. Even the people that just actively try to do the thing. Right. Like, even the people who really fucking commit a hundred percent. There's just not enough time for them to 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 actually atone. Right. And and get out. Therefore, it's just a killing machine. It's just meant to kill them no matter what. I mean, this killer. I mean, this guy was a real jerk. He was a real jerk. But he was not Jigsaw. So I guess you could explain it away by saying, oh, well, this is a different killer. Yeah, maybe he just wanted to kill people. Maybe he just wanted to make a less good movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that I uh, I lied. I, I did find a lot of things to pick apart in this movie. Mm -hmm. The first thing that drew me out and ruined my suspension of disbelief yeah. was that a cop would chase after a purse thief. What what cop would be like, no time for backup. I'm going to run through alleyways and jump into the sewer. A good cop. To per pursue this purse thief. A good cop. If you've had any experience with a cop, like reporting stolen, like, merchandise or even like an entire stolen car. You're. They're, they'll just go, hmm, okay, well. Reports filed. Yeah, so. but can you imagine the amount of pent up frustration that leads to? Just be like, man, I wish I could do something about that. And then you get to see the one time that you get to do something about it. I'd be fucking on the case, David Day chasing you down <laughs> with a gun. <laughs> ah, pew pew pew. Um. So the he he's he's like strung up by his feet in the subway. The the TV says, hey. You got your tongue in this trap. Uh, you got to jump off. You got to jump off this thing and it's going to pull your tongue out, but at least you'll survive. But, you know, he, he wiggles around for too long and the subway comes and smashes him. Mm -hmm. And then we <laughs> it turns into like a meat balloon. Yeah. It, subway hits him. it was very satisfying. <laughs> um, and then we smash cut over to Chris Rock, who appears to be a criminal hanging out with a bunch of other criminals who are about to do a heist. Crime. A, a crime. And I kind of liked this intro. This this felt very, uh, what was that early 90s gangster movie with Chris Rock? Uh, <laughs> I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm blickety black, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm blickety black, 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 black. <laughs> what? I can't remember the name of this movie. Uh, <laughs> I'm black, y'all. There it is. Let's see what, what it's CB4. That's right. Uh, did you ever? You never saw CB4 no. with Chris Rock? Well, here we go again. <laughs> Weird Warren's video vi 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 video countdown. Now, word on the street is CB4 null and void. MC Gusto spotted in a record store. Armed robbery. Oh, here we go. We're going to fast forward to it. Black and I'm black, y'all. I'm black, blacker than black, black. I'm blacker than black, yo. Because I'm black and I'm back. Yo, I'm black and I'm black, y'all. And I'm blacker than black and I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm blacker than black and I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, 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 If uh, if you have not seen CB4, you need to see this movie. It's a fabulously funny movie, and Chris Rock kills it. Um, but uh, but anyway, so it's a very CB4 intro to Chris Rock. He's a he's kind of a, a criminal, a thug, uh, but 
you know, they go and they their their crew steals from another drug crew and they get a bunch of money and then they they try to leave the hotel, but they get accosted. And, oh, we find out he's an undercover cop or a detective. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's our intro to Chris. And then as another callback to late 90s, this has the most late 90s um, police chief. There's like the first scene. Yes. It's just the police chief screaming at the rogue cop. I'm like, God damn it, McGarnagle. <laughs> I want your badge. I want your gun. I want you out of here. Fuck. Fuck, McGarnagle. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, it's very that. Except it's woke because it's a woman. Mm. It's a lady. Oh. <laughs> and she <laughs> she she is uh she's a pretty woman, but she uh she does not seem to me to be too familiar with cursing. Yeah, she every was... curse that leaves her mouth, she's like damn it. <laughs> it's like, okay, sweetie. I know you don't do this in real life too much. <laughs> Which is nice. I I respect someone who doesn't curse a lot. But and I don't mean to call you sweetie. I'm sure you have a name. I just don't know it because you're not the most important person in this movie. So he gets called into the chief's office and gets berated and, you know, yelled at. And then he's assigned a new partner, which is a rookie. Yeah, he gets a rook. And you find out through various exposition that Chris Rock is not well liked at this department because he uh, he's a quote-unquote snitch he uh, ratted on a dirty cop uh, that killed some that shot someone 12 years ago 12 years ago and and because of that like the other cops don't have his back anymore and he got shot once and uh, it's a whole thing it's a whole thing and, and uh, so he hasn't had a partner until Till now. Till now. Yeah, him and the Rook get assigned this case of the detective who was uh, exploded in the subway. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they, they get their first package in the mail. And this is a, this is a theme of the movie. Uh, packages are sent to the, the police station uh, from the killer. And, um, and they, you know, they have clues. Oh, look, I did another thing. Here's his tongue. Oh, look. I did another thing. Here's some fingers, you know, like, so this sets up this, yeah. this continuous kind of cycle of almost uh, like always one step ahead. Another movie called seven. Hmm. Almost like that. Very good horror movie called seven. Indeed. Um, <laughs> so the part where they're walking to the first crime scene that has the best, like Chris Rock comedic moments. Yes. And it has my favorite, this is like my favorite bit of it, which was, he's talking about getting divorced and having his wife cheat on him. And the rookie's like, no, we're, you know, happily married. She would never do anything like that yeah. to me. And he's like, well, find out. Well, just wait till you find out that Pilates doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> the Pilates is just made up. <laughs> and he's like, what, wait, wait, what? He's like, yeah, he he drops some interesting knowledge on him, uh, some very truism kind of stuff. He's like, you know, you could give her 600 Tuesdays and that's still not worth three Saturdays. But that's the nature of this yeah. industry that we're in of crime fighting. Yeah, it all the shit happens on Saturday night. So you're going to be here on Saturday night. She's going to hold that against you. I just lo- love the idea that there's a vast conspiracy of women that 
you know, make up Pilates as a thing, but it doesn't <laughs> actually exist. It's just an excuse for women to get their pussy pounded. Oh, yeah. Mm. <clears throat> How did it feel saying that? I kind of want to say it. But really awkward. I feel like. Just like that police chief saying swears. <laughs> <laughs> or like me, or like me trying to, trying to say. And I'm black, 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 and I'm He's really, really black. Um, Can you come out with stink like that? Poop. Poop mouth. Poop out of your mouth. Um. <laughs> Then we're introduced to Sammy. Sammy? Samuel L. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of the Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> he is one of the Jacksons, right? He's the oldest one. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's right after Tito. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bunch in the middle you don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, you were gonna say something, but I cut you off with my my Jackson Five thing. Uh, oh, did you ever see Chris Rock's latest special, The Tambourine? Tambourine was on uh, Netflix, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. He's re- he says some stuff about he's has some feelings about cops on that one. If I'm not mistaken, is that the one? No, I can't. I mean, it was a lot about marriage and and like getting divorced so oh, maybe okay maybe i'm thinking of the wrong one so it was kind of similar bits to what was in that little section but it's it's good if you haven't seen it check it out yeah you i mean it's chris rock chris rock is i mean he's the most maybe the most dependable comedian in in the entire world uh he's been think about how long he's been in the game i mean the late eighties is when he started. He's been in it for over 30 years and just solid as a rock. No pun intended. Yeah. Um, that guy kills it. Uh, so the, so yeah, so it's kind of set up that, uh, rock and all the other detectives in the force are kind of like, eh, they don't like each other. So all the other detectives are constantly trying to kind of subvert rock in uh in you know in his efforts so and they'll get caught you know they mm-hmm. they get caught in their efforts so and then they the recurring theme in the movie is that all of the victims are cops right so something's going on here like there's a it's a really uh corrupt you know police force police force so wow. yeah i got so, i got the covid 19 the second shot uh-huh. yesterday haven't really felt any weirdness until like right now. <laughs> like my head's starting to get woozy and I'm losing f- like functional capacity of my brain. What's your point, David? Um, so like, are you going to be okay? You gonna I'm going to be okay. So what, so what's happening to you? Can you describe it? Oh, you know, like when you start feeling sick, you start feeling it like in your head first. Yes. Like, Ew. happening right now. Wow. I, it's gross that's going on inside you. It's funny because, like, we pre-planned it. My mom was going to take care of the kids today because mm-hmm. both me and Aaron were expecting to feel like shit. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> until, like, an hour ago, I was fine. But I was, you know, of course, still told my mom, like, well, yeah, take, take the you kids piece out of shit. <laughs> Ew! Yeah, I'm feeling really bad. 
I mean, I'm really used to lying to my mom about being sick. So, and now it's you're just paying natural. for your you're you're paying the price. Ew. But now I might actually be sick. So, anyways, um, so this, let's talk, let's talk about like the yeah, let's talk the about the traps. traps. Yes, yes. So I think the second trap trap was the. The finger trap. Yeah, the Chinese finger trap. Um, and <laughs> I this... was like just yelling at the screens, just push your fingers in. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't you ever done a finger trap before? Just push them in. You can get them out after you push them in. Yeah, yeah. He's got his fingers. So this is the detective that tries to go undermine Chris Rock. He gets caught and he gets put in a, he gets put in a big bathtub and uh, with mm-hmm. water. And it's explained to him, oh, hey, um, there's a wire. Over here, you can see it. Mm-hmm. It's all frayed. It's it's all garbagey looking. And the water is filling up. And the water's filling up. And once the water hits those, these wires, it's going to complete the circuit. And hey, you're the circuit, buddy. So get fucking ready. It's a very yeah. James Bond kind of situation. And the thing keeping him in this in this water tank is um, he's got finger traps, Chinese finger traps made of braided steel on each one of his fingers, on all mm. eight of his fingers, maybe his thumbs too, probably. Mm. And uh, and he's got this contraption over his head, and um, and if he puts pressure on this contraption via his teeth, bites it, then it pulls his arms and pulls his fingers off. And so he's got to pull his fingers off, and the reason he has to do this is because he's got a trigger finger that killed um, some uh, a, an innocent man who was going to testify against a bad cop. Mm. And so, but... How does this work? How does this play out? I mean, he almost immediately chooses to rip his fingers he's off. He's like, go. He, like, this dude commits. He's like the least, like, questioning questioning one out of any of the victims. Yeah. He proceeds to rip his fingers off, and then the water electrocutes him anyways. Yeah, he rips off all his fingers. He he may be let up for one moment, like a like a... One Mississippi, two Mississippi for to go to when his fingers started coming off. He was like, ow, you know, you have to open your mouth to say, ow, as one does. And uh, but it was an accident, but it was it didn't seem like it was an accident. It seemed like it was very intentionally not enough time to get out of there just because of how slow the finger ripper moved. So that I was kind of a little bit put off by that, by the fact that he didn't stand a chance. But uh, it'll make more sense towards the end of the movie why this particular man had to go. What was another one? Let me think um, here. There so was... the chief gets tied down and boiling wax poured on her. Yes. she. Yeah, she basically got waterboarded with hot wax. And what was Hot, the, hot wax. What was the thing she had to do to get it to escape? Oh. oh, she had to jab her neck back and paralyze herself. Yes, that's right. She had a she had a little knife sitting behind her neck, and she had to like break her own back in order to. And this is the one where I <laughs> signaled to you in the movie theater. Just move your head, and just said, "Just do this. Just move your head to the side. Just like put your head against your shoulder, and then it'll stop pouring on you." Yeah, you. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. It's very. Simple. She had a lot of mobility, especially if it, she was able to like hold herself up. And would have to like throw her head back. There was no like indication that there was anything holding her head like straight up and down. She didn't have any she didn't have any flexibility because she didn't know real Pilates was the thing. <laughs> she's she's like me, constantly cracking her neck, mm. just trying to just just trying to get your, your spine to feel right. 
So that was one. And then someone got her, her face got peeled off real good. Like the skin got peely off. He had no face. Sorry. He had no face. She had no face. She had no face. Um, and let's see here. Then, then his partner gets skinned alive. The glass cannon guy. Is that who you're talking about? No. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. His partner, but that we didn't get to see that trap. That's just yeah. I was just he just got skinned alive. Yeah, the rook. He because he got he Chris Rock gets one of those packages in the mail and sees that it's his partner's distinctive tattoo, um, yeah. made into like a doll, right? Yeah. And then they find him, and he had no face. Oh, it's true, uh, and uh, and so oh, and then there's the then there's the glass. The and then there's the glass cannon. I th- are we missing any of these? Uh, skin cannon, hot cares? wax, glass shooter? Question mark. <laughs> okay, so that's all of them. Uh, there was also a, a somewhat funny meth house bit where they where they go to get information on where the, where a guy is, but uh, it's not terribly notable. But yeah, we've gone through all the traps. Uh, and so then we have the finale. the finale and then also along the way, he, his father, uh, Samuel has disappeared. Yeah. And it's, and so Samuel was the police commander or captain before this current police mm-hmm. captain. And so he is responsible kind of mm-hmm. technically speaking for this, uh, crooked force. And, and so then- he's been kidnapped. He's kidnapped, and then he finally finds out the final location is the laziest location I can imagine, which is they're holding him at the old soap factory. The old soap factory. Another throwback to 1999. (laughs) Can't even, like, come up with a fake brand. Well, you know, I mean, it was a Is it the Larson Soap Factory? It was a simpler time in 2005 when this movie was actually probably made. It's an old soap factory. Back in olden times, it made soap. Ye old soap factory. Mm. Yeah, and uh, and so the final the the reveal the real the real twist in this one is oh the rook didn't die the rook just planted his, someone with his same tattoo, or he gave someone his same tattoo gave and someone, then killed him. Yeah, there you go, and then killed him, and it was actually him. He's the copycat jigsaw killer. And the reason... I mean, this guy was a real jerk. The reason that he was a real jerk is 12 years ago when Chris Rock ratted on a guy for killing an inform- a, a, someone who was going to inform on the bad police. The person, the, the, the guy Chris Rock ratted out shot that guy. He killed him. Mm. So, but that was the Rook's dad who oh, got no. shot. And so now he's exacting his revenge and he's trying to clean up the police force by force. And he wants to combine forces with Chris Rock to clean up the police department. But he can't. And he reveals that his dad was also corrupt because he, well, I didn't care. Yeah. And so the final act is just, hey, are you going to shoot me or are you going to shoot the target that that yeah, are you going to save, save your dad? Are you going to save your dad, or are you going to shoot me? Are you going to are you going to have a nice Sunday brunch, or are you going to strangle some kittens? <laughs> are you going to go on a you know all in all all in, all uh, what's it called? All in when, the family? No, when you go to like a resort, 
all-inclusive all inclu- all resort in Cancun, or are you going to shit on your mom? Uh, <laughs> make your choice. Oh, man. You're like a big, dirty raccoon, David. So, and of course, the answer is, ah, shoot the target to save dad. But, oh, cruel oh, fate. No. Cruel fate. The The police officers come, and when they do... It's revealed that Samuel L. Jackson is actually strung up like a jigsaw puppet. Do, 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 do. And he raises his hand and in his hand is a gun that's been taped to his hand. And so the police force that he uh, brought to this sorry state shoot him to death because he's pointing a gun at them. Mm. And the the killer escapes inexplicably through a very slow moving elevator. Mm -hmm. The end. Bryce, what did you like about this movie? Oh. <laughs> um, oh. I did like Chris Rock. Um, like I did like Chris Rock. I don't know. It's it's not, this isn't my kind of movie. It's not my kind of movie. Like either. I, it's not, it doesn't do anything for me. I get it. I understand its place. Um, How'd you feel about the, the, the gore really made me kind I of mean, squeam. See, here's where it goes. Like I, we watched. It's still, we still haven't released. I don't think uh, Hostel. Right? No, we have not released. So, that. how does this compare to Hostel in terms of just merit? Hostel's a much better movie. Yeah. Yes. And it's like as intensely gory. Mm, yeah. Well, maybe not. Maybe not as much. But honestly, it's pretty the, pretty intense. Okay, so I'll tell you that how they differ. Hostel feels worse. Right. Um, but it doesn't show as much. This shows it all. And that made me pretty uncomfortable. But Hostel is, is devious because it doesn't show it, but it implies it in, in pretty impressive ways. And it just chooses the moment to show where Mm -hmm. it's the most impactful. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it literally is torture porn. It's like. You want to see the most gory thing and to see people ripped apart slowly and and scream? Here you go. How do you think uh, how do you think this stacks up in terms of, you know, sentiment about police officers right now? Oh yeah. See that's, the other that's thing a is, clear obvious play. Yeah. This is like we're going to profit no matter who's you know, thinks about what, you know, it's like Yeah, I mean it just goes to show you like how how cheap it feels in a bad movie, you yeah. know, when you're, you know, you, you, you compare this to the ending of get out where it's like nuanced, nuanced. And you're like, Oh shit. Like the people know that and understand like, Oh yeah, this is, this is very bad. Whereas this is just like, so hit you over the head with police bad, <laughs> police bad. So I don't know. It's not, it's not nuanced. It's not interesting. It's it's like it just feels I'm like for, if, I'm 14 and this is deep. Yes, exactly. Yeah, having someone that's very dumb try to come up with a something very edgy. It is a pretty edgy uh, movie. It definitely it makes no qualms about hiding its edginess. Yeah, I mean, again, it's not it's not bad. I'm not going to say like it's not worth seeing if you're a Saw fan, like. 
I guess you'll like it. I don't, I, again, I don't know what most of the Saw movies entail the other pig, than the first one. The pig is present throughout. So um, the the creepy person who creeps around with the pig mask on or the pig head on is is present. And, uh, and the jump scares are incredibly loud. Incredibly yeah. loud. Like they don't... They don't hold back at all. They're just like deafen them with terror. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, who would like you, this if, movie? If you're into it, you're into it. If yeah. you if you crave like early two thousands, you know, exploitational gore movies, then this is your godsend. Um. If you want to see something smart, there's. there's if you want to see Saw, go see Spiral. Right. Um, exactly. So there it is with that. But this is one of the major tentpoles of the year of oh, last big, year that was supposed to come out. And we big were time. waiting for. So yeah. I'm glad that it came out and that the long nightmare is over. <laughs> the terrorists have not won. <laughs> we, uh, we've taken back our lives, people. In two weeks, I'll be able to cough on everyone. Nah, there Just you like go. I used to. That's the spirit. And with that, let's get into taglines here's taglines Taglines is a little bit uh, from long ago where we like to come up with uh, funny, cringy, good, bad, terrible lines, taglines for the movie that we just watched and read them to you and make you feel feelings uh, about them. And uh, I'm not going to lie to you, Bryce. I thought that I would have better taglines for this. <laughs> I am embarrassed. Really? I am. How many you got? Prepare your cringe face. I have five. Okay, I got four, so you go varying first. quality. <laughs> well, isn't that always the case? Oh, but this is time. It's so much worse. Okay. I don't mean to really set it up like this, but... Let the listeners decide. Here we go. Spiral. Pig on pig crime. Ew. Spiral. This time, it's someone else that gets to bring the pain. That was pretty good. <laughs> uh, spiral. Monkey see, monkey saw. <laughs> spiral. You must choose between this movie and a better movie. <laughs> that, <laughs> that was always good. the dilemma. That was a good one. I like that one. That should be the real tagline. Uh, <laughs> spiral. Have you ever seen Chris Rock be not funny? <laughs> Spiral. This time we have someone hit someone's head in a contraption. <laughs> every single every one, one of these. Almost every trap has got someone's head in it now. Shit. Um, I'm going to skip my fourth one because it's just a, a, a shittier version of my fifth one. Okay. Uh, spiral. Punishing bad behavior with more bad behavior will certainly pay off. <laughs> spiral. This time, the killer preys on your worst fear. Cops. 
your fingers being ripped off by Chinese finger traps. <laughs> I'll do my fourth one. Spiral. Doing bad things for good reasons. Okay. So okay. there it was. That was dumb. And now... Did you think I'm retarded? It depends. Let's find out in this week's episode of Horror Movie Talk. Can you go ahead and intro and tell us about uh, Horror Movie Talk Horrors real quick? Horror Movie Talk Horrors is where we go listen to our voicemails and respond to anyone that loved a voicemail. We have a huge backlog. I don't know if we'll be able to get to all of them. We do not, actually. We um, don't? No, we got through a lot of them on that episode with um, our moms. And, uh, and oh, actually, yeah. we're going to hit up a lot of those right now. Um, so if you would like to get a hold of us on this bit, you can do so by calling 682-253-4468. Listen, if you if you're worried that we're not going to play the um, the bodily fluids exchange, then what you got to do is is call the bodily fluids exchange because uh, I'm just saving them up, just saving those bodily fluids. I got them in jars I'm stacking them away. They're shorter, so it's it's going to take more to get through them. But uh, yeah, do call that one, too. So here's our first voicemail our first caller yo this message for the boys over at hmt dirty dave and bryce who always hits it twice it's your boy castiglione calling straight out of reading this is for your mama's day special with a special message for you. castiglione out of reading he's calling for our mother's day special he missed the missed the boat but here we go anyway reading california i assume your mama. Ladies and boys are absolutely out of control, doing unspeakable things on the air every week. And don't even ask me about the stuff they're doing on their Patreon. Okay, last week they had a hooker in the show. Someone got shot. It was a disaster. All I'm saying is get your boys in check. And also, if either of you feeling lonely on Mama's Day, have the boys <laughs> pass along my information. Because every Mother's Day needs a Mother's Night. I know oh. you know that's right. <laughs> Good night. Castiglione coming in smooth. I wouldn't even wow. mind passing to my mom. Wow. <laughs> wow, man. Uh, yeah, no, I need to hear more from Castiglione. Well, it's too late for the Mother's Day episode, but... I'll play know. it for my mom. She'll <laughs> she'll giggle and, and then be like, I shouldn't have laughed at that. Uh, what would your mom do if some some strange man from a from a podcast hit her up? She'd just be confused. She, he What? She'd act confused to avoid the awkwardness? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, I see. She'd be like, what is it? What? Podcart? Explain it to me. Okay, Mom. <laughs> Thanks, Castiglione. We appreciate you. Here's our next caller. Hello from sunny Albany, New York. This is Samantha. I love Samantha. I love how she starts off this call. I love the smile in her voice. Every part of this is good so far. Let's see where this goes. A longtime listener of the podcast and Facebook uh, member of the podcast. I just wanted to chime in for the Mother's Day episode and just thank both of your mothers for raising such two great young men 
who routinely belch on air <laughs> and make me laugh every day while I work at home during COVID. Um, thank you guys for making me smile every day and happy Mother's Day, y'all. I love Samantha. She's a bright, sunshiny ray of light in an mm-hmm. otherwise shitty, terrible universe. <laughs> wow. From sunny Albany, New York. I don't know anything about Albany. Have you ever been to Albany? <laughs> <laughs> Where is Albany? I feel like it's, it's the I, capital. Oh, yeah. It's in the middle somewhere. I feel like it's in the middle. Yeah. I've been up to like northern New York, like Palmyra. Next to the Finger Lakes, Jiminy Christmas. That's where the that's where Mormons got their start, right? Yeah, that's where Joseph Smith's uh, God. Where all the bullshit started. <laughs> uh, thank you, Samantha. I love you, girl. And here's our next caller. Hey guys, it's Elizabeth. Um, I'm just listening to your. Her name is Beth. Guys episode. Uh, I actually stopped listening because I haven't seen this movie in about 10 years, so I'm going to rewatch it this weekend because it's one of my favorites, for sure. Um, I just wanted to give you guys a piece of trivia, which I thought was interesting. I don't know if you talked about it or not because I haven't listened to this episode, but the part where the little kid, uh, the boy, is getting attacked by that clown uh, actually happened in real life. They didn't realize he was being choked by the uh, animatronic or whatever it was. They thought he was just acting. And then when they stopped filming, the kid was obviously choking, and they all freaked out. So I just thought that was kind of interesting. really adds to the rumor of that uh, movie being um, being cursed with them also using, like, real skeletons at the very end. I, that's apparently what they said on Shutter. I was watching that cursed film mm. thing, so I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, that movie definitely fueled my my uh, hate of clowns that's for sure that's where that all stemmed from but fantastic movie definitely watching that over the weekend so anyway have a lovely day and uh talk to you guys soon bye thanks beth dude uh we got a lot of love for the poltergeist episode um yeah it was a good one people are i i did not know how many people have deep love for that movie although it makes sense yeah, I mean, I'm surprised that you don't hear about it more. Like, to me, it feels like it's just just like this diamond of general audience horror Yeah, that's good enough on all levels that almost everyone's going to be happy. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, I think at least one of these two, two more calls is about, uh, is about, is about that. Um, Thanks for calling in, Beth, and make sure not to be a stranger. Hey, uh, here is, I think, Glenn. Sometimes Google translates their names uh-huh. into some, some fucking weird thing, so let's see. Hey, guys, this is Glenn from United States. I just wanted to let you guys know I've been listening for about two years. Love the show. Seriously, you guys are great. Just wanted to tell you, you guys need to check out Invincible on Amazon. That shit is fucking bonkers. All right, please give me a. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Thank you, Glenn. Dude, I'm ready to give one to a you. A fan of two years—that's um—that's a long, long time. Speaking of which, we're coming, we're coming up on three years. Coming up on three years in just a couple months here. Yeah. Um. Very. very I never. 
Never in my wildest dreams would have imagined that we'd have a fan of two years right. call in to the show um, and say those words. It just seems kind of unreal to me. But yeah, have you heard of this Invincible? It's a car. It's a yeah. Comic I've book watched. Show. I've watched a lot of clips on YouTube, okay. like all the fight scenes where it's like really gory and he's like basically destroying the Justice League. It's basically Superman bad. Oh, okay. So, uh, I don't want to watch it because there's so many shows that are exactly the same thing now. Like, I don't know if you watch The Boys. I tried to watch The Boys, and it was a little too oppressive for me. Really? It just, yeah. F- with me, shows need to be a certain way, and and I get it. Like, and I get why people like it. It just felt like it was just going to be a long ride of rape and weirdness. Because that one was, wasn't the original, the source material, wasn't that written by Garth Ennis? Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, I believe it was. Uh, Garth Ennis is one of the darkest, most hilarious dark comedy comic book writers. Like, if you guys haven't read Preacher, um, I don't, don't see the show. Just read the comic book. Um, It is... It's one of the first crazy, crazy comic yeah. books. Um, um, so, I mean, we've got The Boys. We just had Brightburn. There's like the um, there's the actual Superman, um, like animated Red Sun cartoon. Yeah, there's a lot of effort going into And there's like another one. I think like Netflix is doing like Jupiter Rising or something where it's uh, yeah. Every everything is uh, superheroes are real. What if superheroes were here in real life? Yeah, you have Brian Michael Bendis like, to thank for that one. The, the Civil Umbrella War Academy. Civil War started this whole thing back. Brian Michael Bendis in the in the mid aughts wrote Civil War, and it was great. But the whole idea about it was, oh man, look at all the casualties that mm. that you know that can happen due to superhero bullshit. Right. And it's like, uh, yeah, it opened up an intriguing idea. And, you know, Watchmen, obviously, before that. Right. Um, kind of questioning, like, what does what does it mean to have all these responsibilities and superpowers with superpowers comes super. I, I think I'm I'm starting to get played um, out. I'm starting to get fatigued with superheroes in general, mm-hmm. which I didn't think I'd ever get to because I'm like. Uh, who cares? They're they're fun, as long as they're quality, like a certain quality of movie. Like I'll see them because, yeah, you know, I used to be a kid. Yeah, I used to like have these visions in my head of what a superhero movie could be, and seeing it on screen is really, um, has been very, uh, not fulfilling but satisfying. Well, it's but it's a little bit deeper than that. I think what people don't really realize um is that superheroes is American culture. Right. It's actually our culture. We don't have a long history here as Americans, but but in the past 100 years have been deifying these semi-gods mm-hmm. and being like these show us how to be good. Mm-hmm. And that's literally our culture kind of you know to and it's becoming so mainstream now that it's getting a little distasteful i think yeah so i mean i from the clips that i watched i i get it it's extreme and it's cool um but i don't 
feel like watching the show, to be honest. I'll probably give it a go and see how it hits me. I'll give it one or two episodes tonight or tomorrow. Thanks for your uh, suggestion, Glenn. This is our last call. This is Kevin. Hey, guys. This is Kevin out in California. Just wanted to let you know, uh, Poltergeist is probably one of my favorite movies that I've watched in my entire life. Scared the living shit out of me as a kid. Uh, by the way, have you guys watched that new TV show called Invincible? That shit is fucking crazy. Check it out. I promise you won't regret it. Thank you. So it's strange because Kevin and Glenn have the same phone number. (laughs) (laughs) But I assure you, Kevin, Glenn, we will, I will check out Invincible. Mm -hmm. Will this, will this second call from, from Glenn, uh, convince you to watch invincible sure i'll watch it okay and with that that's horror movie talk whores i hope you guys uh get a hold of us at 682-253-4468 because we sure do love you um you know they if you'd like to uh if you'd like to support the show you know um check out nightchannels.com check out manscape.com uh use that code hmt at checkout to get you varying degrees of money off and uh, also check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash horror movie talk. Um, we do have a goal on our Patreon of 100 uh, patrons. And once we get there, we'll be doing a um, a commentary track to go along with your viewing of a horror movie. So with that, Bryce is fading fast. The COVID shot has is, is looks to be killing him. <sighs> and hopefully he makes it through this. In one piece. I love you guys very much, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Looking for a podcast full of burps and gas, perverted casts, skinny and fat? Look no further. Horror movie talk is accidentally funny, begs to donate money, fake sponsors for dummies, and so much more. New episodes every hump day. They'll pickle your dickle for foreplay. Patreon members have it your way. Vote for a movie every month for the review. Chopper chopper, don't just stare at it, eat it like a taco. Put your tongue through the phone, hoodie Picasso. Look at them hot kids, swear not a pedo. Got me too with Cosby eating jello. Pudding pop done gave Bryce flatulence. Train addict, addict Dave does it. Give a shit. One through ten, is it horrible or excellent? Oil me up, daddy is dinner. Rob Sanchez, Bryce Hansen. Look at them hot kids, Chris Henson. Masturbate with a crucifix, exorcist. Face huggers, chest bursters, alien. Linda Blair, Pino, Sigourney Weaver. I know it's true, cause it came from social media. Patrick Bateman can't understand you. Stab you to death for rotten apple reviews. Opinionated podcaster with a doctorate. Spook allergy, doctor of philosophy. Gastritis, Nicolastomy, turn Patreons into human centipede. David Doobie Day, scare him, no, no expert. A global fucks hard, professional sex expert. Afterpods, taglines, and porno flicks. American Psycho, them guys pretty sick. Chopper, chopper, don't just stare at it, eat it like a taco. Put your tongue through the phone, hoodie Picasso. Look at them hot kids, swear not a pedo. Me too, with Cosby eating jello. Pudding pop done gave Bryce 
flatulence. Train addict, addict Dave doesn't give a shit. One through ten, is it horrible or excellent? Oil me up, daddy is dinner rubs. Nothing good happens in the woods. Always get more than you bargain for. Got a pickle to dickle. Machines tickle bitties. Vancouver, Portland, Oregon, and organs. Corona, COVID, curse, Lorona. Green River Killer, because reasons. Hallway of poop monster kids screaming. Ain't your ordinary dingleberry itinerary. 30 days shutter and jump scares. They fucking scary. Time for the spoilers with jokes and tropes. Use their white socks to catch their loads. To show them one titty, pretty. Paganism, you should worship. They Teflon dicks. Pacific Northwest, let them see one breast. Shifty ass, they spooky. Poor man's digress. Bugsy. HMT. Hard movie talk. Hold on, they don't like Halloween. Fuck them.